for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Good everyone, welcome to today's Living Life. And if it's my first time meeting with you like this, uh, Happy New Year as well. Now, as we begin today, I want to begin with a couple of trivia questions, a couple of trick questions. That's a bit of a hint, by the way. I have two that I prepared. Uh, first, which company is the world's largest distributor of toys? Right, I actually tested this. I asked a couple of people. Someone said Toys R Us. Someone said Walmart. You might also say Amazon, very logically. They would all be wrong. The answer is McDonald's, right? The fast food chain, they distribute 1.5 billion toys worldwide every year. Here's another one. Which company is the world's biggest producer of tires? Rubber tires as in on cars, right? Tires, bicycle cars, they all doesn't matter. Hint again. So, you know, I asked, uh, and then someone said Goodyear. Right, the tire maker, and you know, you could also say Michelin. Uh, there's a bunch of Korean brands as well, and so forth. They would all be wrong. The answer is Lego. Believe it or not. Now I know the scale. It's kind of not fair, right? Lego tires are like this tiny, and I don't know the numbers of how many tires they make. But Lego is technically the world's biggest producer of tires. So I actually love these kind of trivias and trick questions, like did you know type of questions. And you know, sometimes they're simple, sometimes it doesn't matter. It, it doesn't really enrich my life, you know, the knowledge of you know, McDonald's making, uh, distributing the most toys and whatever, but they actually make you think a little more. Look at it from a different angle and they, consider, and they force you to consider some deeper issues or in ways that you would not consider before. And I love theological questions like this as well. And today's passage actually gave me one which I would like you to think about as you read the passage. What is wrong with sin? What is wrong with sin? What is the problem of sin? So with that question, let's read the passage and then we'll continue. First John chapter 2 verse 28 through chapter 3 verse 10. And now, dear children, continue in him, so that when he appears we may be confident and unashamed before him at his coming. If you know that he is righteous, you know that everyone who does what is right has been born of him. See what great love the Father has lavished on us, that we should be called children of God. And that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know Him. Dear friends, now we are children of God, and what we will be has not yet been made known. But we know that when Christ appears, we shall be like Him, for we shall see Him as He is. All who have this hope in Him purify themselves, just as He is pure. Everyone who sins breaks the law. In fact, sin is lawlessness. But you know that He appeared so that He might take away our sins, and in Him is no sin. No one who lives in Him keeps on sinning. No one who continues to sin has either seen Him or known Him. 
Dear children, do not let anyone lead you astray. The one who does what is right is righteous, just as he is righteous. The one who does what is sinful is of the devil, because the devil has been sinning from the beginning. The reason the Son of God appeared was to destroy the devil's work. No one who was born of God will continue to sin because God's seed remains in them. They cannot go on sinning because they have been born of God. This is how we know who the children of God are and who the children of the devil are. Anyone who does not do what is right is not God's child, nor is anyone who does not love their brother and sister. So what is wrong with sin? What is the problem of sin or the problem with sin? Um, I hope you were able to think of a few points and you know, I really hope you wrote them down. If not, please go ahead and pause the video and just write a couple of bullet points down. Now, the reason I ask this again, is like a trivia, kind of a trick question, but usually a lot of people, including myself and the way it is taught in church as well, we think about the rationale against sin, how God is against it. Right? How it is rebellion, rejection of God, that's a definition of sin, that's not really answering my question. Or the bad things it does to us, right? that it makes us sinners, that it is unrighteous, it is unholy, it is bad, right? Just it is a bad thing, it's a bad thing that we should not do because we want to be good and so forth. Right? Um, you know, I mean, all of these responses are not wrong, it's not wrong, but it doesn't actually answer my question. What is wrong with sin? What is the problem with sin? Because there is a more direct effect of sin for which Jesus died. And the clues um, we see from some concepts uh, that we read in today's passage, a lot of which, virtually all of them, all of which we should be quite used to. Things like concepts and phrases like children of God, born of him, meaning born of God, the father, live in him, live in God, God's seed, brother and sister. These are all phrases from today's passage. Now, I want to read to you verse 28 in the NLT. And now, dear children, remain in fellowship with Christ so that when he returns, you will be full of courage and not shrink back from him in shame. Now, sin is a problem because it keeps us separated from God the Father. As I just read, it causes us to shrink back from God in shame. And that is a real wall between us and God. When we are supposed to be of a child of God, of one family with God, living in God, and as Paul describes elsewhere, to be co-heirs with Christ. I mean, this phrase, this statement still confounds me. Right? Now, a lot of church language can often go unexplained. Right? And these two things, huge, very unexplained, sin and righteousness, especially the big word righteousness. Now, sin is basically separation from God, as I said. In verse 4 of today's passage, it describes it or even defines it as lawlessness. Lawlessness, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I got confused for a moment there. Sin is lawlessness, meaning chaos having no order, a state of lawlessness, lawlessness, right? Now, another way to look at this is the breaking of the natural order, right? Because chaos is not natural. I mean, it should not be natural. The breaking down of natural order, that is meaning God's union with God's creatures, creation, us, people, 
right? That is the natural order that God created for us to be with Him and for Him to be united with us, for us to be in unity. This is natural order. This is lawfulness, right? Being law, natural order. Next word, righteousness. Verses 6 and 7, let me read in, uh, in the NLT. Anyone who continues to live in him will not sin, but anyone who keeps on sinning does not know him or understand who he is. Dear children, don't let anyone deceive you about this. When people do what is right, it shows that they are righteous, even as Christ is righteous. So simply put, righteousness is to not sin. Right? To do right, to be right. So it means ha going backwards, combining with the definition and explanations of sin, it means having natural order, meaning not being separated from God, which means ultimately being united, being in union with God. Another very easy way I'm sure that you have, and I hope that you have heard from your pastors, is to be in right relationship with God. Right? It is not just about being a good person, being good and not sinning. But it's a state and an order as God intended from the beginning. And so, you know, you may have heard this analogy, but when you want to identify fakes, right, whether it be fake notes or even fake diamonds or, you know, anything that is fake, um, the real professionals, right, they don't study lots of fakes, right, as you might expect, as I would actually expect. They study the genuine article. They study the real thing very well. So they know it completely inside out, you know, you know, very well off by heart. So, and you know, the feel of it, the smell of it, maybe even the taste of it, I don't know. They devote themselves to studying the genuine thing so that they can identify easily when something is not genuine, right? We have to know the real thing first and then we can move on. So not sinning and the problem of sin is not really about not sinning, right? Let me say that again. Not sinning is not really about not sinning. It should be about being who we are, that is, a child of God, children of God together, being in relationship with God, being with God, united with God. You know, sometimes I counsel guys, um, especially guys who are dating, um, engaged, you know, wedded, you know, in marriage and so forth. And they ask me about their problems uh, to dealing with lust and also attraction, right, with women. You know, it's, it's a very normal, natural thing. It's not a great thing. It's not a good thing, obviously. It's, right? And I tell them, think about what you already have. Right now, obviously, I'm a guy. I experience the same thing. And seeing and noticing things, people, women, is kind of natural, you cannot but help it, right? Unless you like just block your eyes out completely. And something that I found for myself is don't look at that and just kind of be like obsessed with that. Think about what you already have, the wife you already have, the girlfriend that you already have, that you have a relationship with. No matter how beautiful that woman or that person or thing may be, you have no relationship with that. What are you gonna do? Don't think about what you don't have. So in a sense, the more you think about not sinning, the more you may sin, actually. This is the problem of sin, right? Um, and this is the battle that we have to win. So to not sin, think about God. Devote yourself, dwell, immerse yourself in the Word of God, in worship. Think about what is good, what is pure, what is holy, and what is righteous.
So just like some of the questions that I asked and, and that I love are trick questions, right? The problem with sin is that it is a trick. It's a trap to make you think about sin to cause you to sin, right? So rather than trying to fight sin, you know, like battle sin, you know, I'm going to just go in there and just grab it by the scruff of the neck and chances are you're going to lose. What we should be doing is, when, we need, when necessary, flee from sin and run to God instead. Immerse yourself in God, in the Word of God, in, in the worship of God, in the praise of God, and in the thanksgiving to God. That is where the real fight against sin can be won and where we can really grow as children of God. So this year, the problem of sin, let us fight it, right? Not in the pit with sin, that's a trap. Let's fight it at the foot of the cross with Christ who shows us the Father, the Father in heaven, God. Amen? Let's pray. God, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word, O oh God, that opens our eyes, opens our hearts to see the Father, to see you, to know you through your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for your Spirit, Lord, uh, who is in us, that, that strengthens us to persevere in all things. Your Son being with us helps us to persevere, Lord. You have helped us to persevere through 2020, Lord, and through COVID-19 and continuing on. May you strengthen us, Lord, and may you also strengthen us in our battle, uh, in our struggle um, against sin. And Lord, help us to focus on you, our Father, the genuine, the real, the holy, righteous one, and there win the victory, there achieve and receive the victory over sin in our lives so that we can grow in our Christ-likeness with you, grow deeper in union with you, Lord. Strengthen us this day with your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Oh uh -huh.